When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Jen and welcome back to our community. This podcast is where we're getting real about wellness rituals, life-changing habits, and having relatable conversations with friends about mental health, social media, morning routines, or lack thereof. And we're talking about that thing that you thought no one else could relate to. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our community. Okay, so we have Ethan in the house. I have to say, you recently have been asking to be on the podcast more. Like, I think you kind of love it. I had a good time when we did the one in the uh, in the studio. He keeps going, hey, Jen, like, we should do a podcast again. Like, every few days, he's like, when, when's the next podcast? And then I'll say, like, oh, yeah, like, maybe this weekend he'll be, like, in the studio, right? <laughs> like, I'm not spending $130 on you, mister. The reason I pay for the studio is because it's, like, a little intimate to have people come here. But I don't feel it's too intimate for you to come here. I get it. I'm not upset. Although I do love being in the studio with you, but I think unfortunately that's going to have to remain as a someone canceled on me and come to the studio situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's fair. So let's briefly, before we get into our proposal story, mister, yeah. let's do in alignment, out of alignment. Yeah. Did you think about it whatsoever? Mm-mm. Ooh. But I can tell you. Okay, let's start with what's in alignment. Would you like me to go first? Yeah. I didn't think about it either. Actually, no, let me just go. Go. In alignment, um, my, uh, let's see, socializing with my friends, good quality time with the people who I love, who are not Jen or my family. Yeah, in, I feel in like- In alignment, for sure. I feel like it comes in ebbs and flows when you want to feel like super social or when you want to feel- you mean me specifically or in general? Me too, but maybe it's us. Well, probably everyone, but some people more than others. I know people who are like extreme extroverts where like they want to be around people at all times. Yeah, they're just distracting themselves from their own inner issues. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. Like sort of kidding. You're not kidding. What's out of alignment for you? How I feel physically well i think because of the socializing he has been drinking more and also you just had surgery i was yeah mainly the surgery Uh and then the (laughs) the drinking on top of that and not sleeping well i need to reset with that i would say well what are you going to do to change that this week i guess you really i'm going to get an incredible sleep tonight i'm going to get in bed early and give my body time to really slow down and become relaxed so that at the point where I actually want to go to sleep, I can. Lights off. Easy. Done. Okay. Uh, And then also I'm going to get off to the right track tomorrow morning with exercising and um, 
getting to work at a reasonable time so that I can fit in time for all the things I want to do. Okay. Well, I'm on the same page as you. So let me just take over Yeah. because we'll talk more about that in my out of alignment. In, in alignment, I would say it feels really good, although stressful and like a whole has, there's a whole host of other issues and whatnot that come with this, but it feels really good to be re-inspired and excited about YouTube for the first time in like a yeah, year. I see that. I like, keep talking about it and you seem excited and I'm excited for you. Because that you remember you used to say like, no, Jen has like a real message and like purpose with her content. I I still do, but it, I you lost it a little bit. Yeah. I kind of just was using it as more of like a fun creative outlet while I was in a full-time job, which I think also is great. Not everyone needs to like have a mission or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think there's such value in that too. And it's still like I'm honing in on my editing skills and all that, but I miss like the production of YouTube and like the strategy. Like I love the entire creative process when I applied to that job at Condé Nast a year ago and I was going to be like a creative producer. Like I was so excited by it because I love the whole thing, like coming up with the ideas, doing the market research, like is this actually going to align with my audience? What are the gaps in the market? And then the actual production. And then I love hosting, like all of it. And you don't get that from like just posting silly little TikToks, you know? Yeah, I get that. The full process. Yeah. The creative process. I just love it so much. Anyway, that's feeling in alignment, but also comes with its own host of anxieties, you know? What? Just like timing wise. Like I, I wish. There's a lot of time required to yeah, produce it. And I miss like when it was either my full-time job and just YouTube, like now there's a podcast, there's like a lot of other things yeah. going on. And I honestly had a really great year. If we're reflecting on 2023 for a minute, having a full-time job because I pulled back on a lot of content type of stuff. I mean, people will probably look at me and laugh that I say that cause I'm still doing it like a maniac, but like I actually felt really good mentally and physically for the first time in a while, like with my stomach and everything. And like getting off birth control and all of that. So it makes me a little nervous to get in that like manic state again. So I feel like I need to kind of reevaluate and pull back in other areas. But it, it worries me to like put more things on my plate, even though it's just like if I'm going to do it, I just want to do it 100%. Yeah, you have a lot going on. It's hard to figure out what you can handle reasonably. Well, because like I'm not in a position to not to not take on like freelance gigs and stuff like financially yeah. but then it's like is it worth my ibs flaring up and like all the other things that happen when i'm stressed out like probably not probably not yeah you so, gotta feel good that's first and foremost right yeah so i'm gonna be working my little tushy off for a yeah, little bit that's right because i already because <laughs> i already took on the freelance gig so i need yeah. to just like oh yeah, you have to prioritize that. We should do like a 2024 like reflection episode too. Let's do that late December. Over break, do you want to do that? And it can be like the episode before New Year's? Yeah. I'm an obsessed. Okay, so we'll save the rest of this. Uh, so out of alignment, I would say agree with you. I'm really going off of everything I just said. It's been like a last week was a lot and I felt all of the negative symptoms of like stress, burnout, all that. And so this week, I really just want to go into it with like a healthier balance of everything. And like, there were certain things I normally do that I was just like, I don't have time, like eat before my coffee and little things that you don't realize, yeah. you don't think will really make a difference. But when all week, I'm when you accumulate it, not meditating and chugging coffee first thing in the morning all week, 
Yeah. It makes a difference. Yeah. So just things like that. Like I want to, after we podcast, we're going to cook dinner yep. and we're going to just like relax. But then it, it's like, I was supposed to edit a vlog tonight and maybe yeah. I still will, but it's just, well, I need to. Dinner. Let's do a couple of things we know we need to do for our own health and wellness. And then we'll see where we're at with timing and what's left to be done. Even yeah, I'd rather do health and wellness at the end of the night because then you're prepped to go to bed like watching suits i just mean like like requirements like eating dinner like let's do the things you, we have to do put some clothes away like get ready for the week the shit we have to do yeah and then we can squeeze in whatever's left i could eat i'm not hungry but <laughs> but i could but i would like to cook sooner than later and get that over with and clean up you got to take the steak out and we got to let it dry for a sec can't cook it wet like that because I'm so crazy and take on a million things, you can you can see who like the the owner of this house is. He keeps me on track. Because honestly, like when I lived alone before I lived with you, there were so many nights where I'm so hyper focused on my goals that I would just sit there and edit on YouTube and stuff, and like the dishes would just pile up. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, Ew. that's what it's There's like. There's no excuse for that. But that's what it's like to be so hyper focused on a goal to the point where it's it's like great to be driven by passion but it can get a little like unhealthy so you keep me grounded yeah. okay so let's all breathe in what's in alignment and out of alignment for us this week <sighs> okay now we get to tell our proposal story here's the thing i honestly don't know where to start because there's so many different perspectives I do. you do yeah. i feel like ring shopping just let me start for a second okay my Jenny deserved and deserves the best of everything, including a proposal. Even though I don't really get it or like <laughs> care that much, honestly, I think most men really are would agree with me. If it's important to the person that you love, then it should be important to you. You think most guys don't? I think there are think some guys. It, I think they do it simply because it's important to the woman. I think some guys get excited about it. Go um, on. No, in all seriousness, though. Um, no, there's a part of me that was excited to plan it for sure. But for at, me. But exactly. Like, at the if I follow the, the train of thought of, like, why was I excited, it all still ends in the same place. Like, to see you happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's still like, sweet. Like, oh, I'm so excited to surprise her because – I can't wait to see you surprised, you know, and to see how like excited you'll be about the surprise and, and everything that was planned. Sure. But that's like, that's when we're talking about like the event planning of it, but were you still, at what point were you like, whoa, this is a big deal. Like we're going to get married or never. Like, did you ever think about like the sentiment behind it? I think um, like the week before when I was, or two weeks before when I was really finalizing the last minute details and just cl closing up the whole plan, um, it really like hit me, oh, this is happening. Because when you reach out to venues and people and you're like making a, a plan to surprise your fiance, it's like, of course, you have to do it, like get it, get it done with, like be proactive, figure out the best plan. But then when you actually start saying like, okay, let's book for this time. Like, great. I'll see you then. Or here's my credit card. Like, <laughs> you're like, okay, this is happening. It kind of hit me for a sec. And I was like, wait, maybe I should think about this again. Like, is this the right time? And it, all those emotions start flooding in. But 
it's just going to be scary no matter what. It doesn't matter how long you've been with the person. It doesn't matter how much you know you love them and want to marry them. It's a scary step, I think, especially for a man because, you know, men are supposed to kind of provide, provide and, and take care. And when you've grown up and you haven't had those kinds of responsibilities, you're, you're not just you're not just proposing to your fiance, you're also like committing to such like a deep obligation and responsibility. responsibility. And it's a shift. It's a shift for your life. And I don't like take offense to that in the slightest. I actually- There's nothing offensive about it. No, I think some like sensitive girls could be like, yeah, I don't know. Like I- Don't find anything to be sensitive about. I respect- that you don't take it lightly and I don't yeah. take it personally that you wanted to really make sure it was the right time because I didn't think it was you. You made it very clear always that it wasn't you like indecisive about me. Yeah. It was, this is how I wanted to feel financially, emo- whatever, not emotionally, honestly, mainly no, but financially, emotionally. financially, emotionally, mentally, whatever, as a man who's getting married or as a husband. And I, I can respect that you wanted it to, you wanted to feel secure. And also like, you're almost like making a promise to the dad. Making a promise to a lot of people. As you get older, when you're a young kid, you think that adults have everything figured out, right? You think that all adults know everything. You know, you've heard about this thing called taxes and you've heard about a job and you've heard about, you know, what it might require to take care of kids. And you're like, I'll figure that out. I'll learn it from other adults. I'll become an adult and like it'll all click. And then as you get older, you realize like nobody really knows what the fuck is going on at all. And everyone's just completely winging, including like the government. No, not the government. The people people who are supposed to really know what's going on, like sometimes are like the most out of touch, which is uh, just crazy. And as you get older and older and older, you realize that more and more and more. So I guess I kind of think that a lot of people make a mistake or do it too early or, or move too fast and they're not really ready. I mean, I guess who says whether you're ready or not? How do you define that? But maybe do it prematurely where like they would look back on it in hindsight and say, I probably should have waited or just look at the divorce rate, right? What is it like 50% or something in America? I don't know. I could be making that up. I think I heard it was as high as 50%. Something like that. Yeah. No, it's for sure so it's like, like not it, 20. Yeah. So like, I'm not making this up. Like obviously there's something to that. People aren't just getting divorced for fun. So I was like, I don't want, I, and there was never the possibility in my mind that we would get a divorce one day, but it's just, it's a big decision and it should, not be it it should really be treated as such to be honest that's why it meant and means so much more that you did it do you know what I mean like I think a lot of girls women whatever will either take offense or like just almost push their boyfriend into it without realizing because it's or with realizing right and then it's like wait it doesn't feel as doesn't feel as good in the moment. You know what I mean? Like not to yeah. say if you kept saying for years and years, like, no, not now, not now. I wouldn't be like, all right, buckle up, buddy. Like it's time. But when you looked at me and said like, oh, I actually saved enough for a ring. Like maybe like it was your suggestion. Maybe you should start looking at rings. And that meant a million times. And this yeah. is a good segue to like the start of the story, but that meant a million times more to me 
than me every week being like, so are you ready yet? Like I yeah. wouldn't have wanted it to go down that way. Yeah, I think the majority of people probably get pressured into doing it by the woman and would wait. The majority of men would wait if they could. And then you have rare cases where the man, the woman, or you know, whatever can sit down like this and have a conversation about it and understand each other's perspectives and agree on a time frame or agree on like, you know, different things that they are both feeling. And even though I might not agree with it, I could still respect it. And you respected, I mean, you, you would have, if I proposed to you a year ago, you would have been happy about it. Like, let's be real, probably. I would have always been happy about yeah. it. But no, a year ago, remember, family members or whatever would say things. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I can't do that right now. Like, okay. I didn't want to plan a wedding. Well, I was not a year ago, but six months ago. Well, yeah, that's when we looked at rings, of yeah, course. Like, <laughs> you, you still would have been happy, but you understood and you respected my point of view and that and that was huge to me because it gave me the time that i needed to plan the perfect proposal and to mentally prepare to make that commitment i also know you very well and i knew you needed that and i knew you would get excited if i gave you a little bit of breathing room and like i also honestly always wanted to be surprised so i didn't want to like i actually we intentionally looked at rings earlier than when I knew it would happen because I was like, wait, I want to pick out rings now and then be like, okay, it'll happen anytime in the next year and a half. I have no idea. Yeah. Which we'll get into the story. He almost did it in March, which is like six months away. <laughs> Actually, it's not, not six that. months from now. Three months, four months from now. So like five months yeah. from the proposal. Um, but let's start there. So yep. we had spoken about, if we just start with the ring shopping, we went beginning of summer. I think it was like May. June, something like that. And it really just started with even two months before that, Ethan looked at me. I remember the exact moment you looked at me and said, I think you like were looking at your bank account. Literally, you were on the toilet and you go, huh? Well, I had been saving <laughs> up for a while because I knew it was going to be happening Which at I some really point know. in the near future. I didn't know that you were like actively saving well, for a ring. That shit costs a lot of money. And unless you're making like, you know, $300,000 a year or more, like, you're not just gonna be able to pull that out of your ass. No, you know what I mean? Really... Especially if you live in New York City and you're paying rent. And But it's cute that you didn't wait for us to go ring show. I don't what, know. What's like... the point of waiting? If you know that you love your partner and you are going to be proposing to them, why would you wait? It's the same thing with investments, like for your future. Why would you wait to invest? The earlier you invest, the better. So the longer, the longer that you have to start putting money away, the less it's going to, I guess, like, you know, interfere with your livelihood and if anyone's playing this in front of their boyfriend who they want to propose um what was your saving plan because you didn't put it away in a different account you just like different account there's no point of a different account it's bullshit yeah he has a very weird a very i'd I'd love for someone to stance on savings to, to argue with me that it makes any sense to put money in a savings no, account. It is helpful to visualize how much money you've actually saved up for said ring if it's in or for a travel or whatever, if it's in a separate account. So you what see- do people do? They open up a new checkings account just for a ring? People do that? Savings account. I think. I don't know. So basically, I just found it interesting what he did was he literally just, I don't know, you just tried to say it was all, it's all in your checkings account and you just saved money and then one day you were like I made a requirement of a certain amount that I was going to save a month so I made concessions in other places to slowly build that money up over time it wasn't that difficult because I started from so 
I had so long to do it. Yeah. So it's not like I had to save that much money every month. I had so many months where I could put a little bit towards there. And then I had one thing happen that helped me kind of reach my end goal with stocks to sell a stock. And then oh. that kind of put me where I needed to be. I didn't even know that. But so I think you had a baseline of like, this is how much I need like in my checkings account to live on the day to day. And then like, this is the additional amount. So when my total amount is this, I'm ready. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. So I remember it was way, but it was before summer because I didn't look at rings for like two months after that or something like a while. I didn't like hop right on it. He just looked at me one day and was like, I don't, I don't remember exactly how you worded it, but you said something like, huh, I've saved up. Like I'm, I, yeah. I don't remember how you phrased it, but something like I'm basically like I'm saved up and good to go. Like maybe you should look at rings soon. And I was like, huh? I was like, ah, what? And then well, realistically, it was probably more my mom saying, <laughs> you know, Jen keeps mentioning she's ready for, to look at rings and me saying, what are you talking about? When did she say that? And then every time we, we would see her, she, apparently you said something about rings and how so she you probably just ready. had no, because you would say shit like that. You, but you oh. would say it kind of like jokingly, but she took it seriously because she wanted it to happen more than anyone. Of course the parents want it to happen i just liked so, looking at rings his sister was ring shopping and i went with them it was it was honestly yeah, so your sister i just i was getting pressure from other family members or not as much well definitely pressure but really. but but over time it was just a reminder that hey like she's ready and if you save the money up like what are you waiting for at this point and so that's and then the money was of, saved up so you said so, something yeah. and i again and you had mentioned it to me. You were like, oh, we should just go like with our parents like to look at rings. You know, I never wanted to go with Ethan. My plan was always like go with the girls, go with my mom, my sister, oh, his right, mom. Right, like right, right. I wanted to go with our moms. I don't know why. I just thought it should be like a girl's thing. And then like the first time we see the ring together is a special moment. I don't know. That's just what the idea I had in my head. So once he said that, I still wasn't like – I didn't think we were getting engaged anytime soon. So I was just like, okay, like – Again, I have a million things happening at all times. So I was like, okay, next time I'm home with the moms and it makes sense, we'll go. Do you know what I mean? Like, I didn't rush to it. And then summer came around and we were going home a lot. And then I spoke to the moms and we planned. Or I had gone casually ring shopping with my mom like twice, actually. Like, she came into the city with my dad and we hopped into a store just like casually. And then I started Pinteresting. And then it started getting like, okay, he said this two months ago and I really want to and I'm actually starting to feel really ready to be engaged and I don't want the turnaround to be so fast because I'm very intuitive I would pick up on if like two weeks later you were proposing and it was front of mind so that has a little bit of a tint Great. yeah so <laughs> if you're not watching video it's, it's my my lip stuff um so whatever so I ended up ring shopping with our moms Ethan had asked me and over the summer, we were in Florida, me, him, and my dad, because my, my parents have a place there, and or my, and my parents. It was both my mom and my dad. And you looked at me in the hot tub, and you said, I know I'm not supposed to talk to you about this stuff, but I had plans to go ring shopping with my mom and his mom the day I got back from Florida. So while we're in Florida, he looked at me, and he's like, I know we're not supposed to talk about this stuff, but he needs me for everything. So he was like, ah, I was going to ask your parents for their – do I ask your mom too? I was going to ask your dad here, but he, I don't even Say know what, Oh, for my, you know, why, why do I haven't finished the sentence? Finish the sentence. No, I always flub it up. Is it my hand in marriage or theirs? No, it's my hand in marriage. 
You ask for their daughter's hand in marriage? No, I'm asking for their I dog's always, hand in marriage. I always say it wrong. Like you ask them for their hand in marriage. So I just didn't finish my sentence. I don't get it. Do you guys get it? I really am not understanding. We all know whose hand I'm asking for. Is it like you're taking me off their hands? That They think of it that way. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, anyway, he was like, I was going to ask for your dad for your hand in marriage. I'm still not understanding the confusion. I'm really not. <laughs> okay. You were going to ask my dad for his blessing. Great. That's so much yeah. easier. And you were like, I don't know if I should ask your mom too. I don't know if I should ask here. Like he started panicking and panicking. And I was like, okay. I wouldn't say I was panicking. No, no, no. You were panicking about talking to me about it or not. Mm, I'd say I was pretty relaxed. In a funny way. Whatever. Because yeah. we were in the hot tub. And I was like, okay, we're never speaking of this again. But do not do that because my sister. good that I asked. My sister's ex fiance did it here. And please don't do it the same way he did it. Yeah. Which that's how you get my dad alone, though. You come to Florida and you golf and the guys go. Yeah, it's golf. the only real way to do it. Sure. But I was like, please don't do that. Like, that's my sister's ex fiance, how he did it. And immediately Ethan was like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, that didn't end so well. And then he didn't even think of including my mom on it. But I said, okay, let me tell you how a few of my friends have done it. And then you take it from here, little man. And I had mentioned that one of my friend's um, husbands took both parents out to lunch. Like he said he was going somewhere else. He really went to Long Island and took them to lunch. And he goes, oh, I would love to ask both of them. Like, that'd be so nice, whatever. And then I was like, look, here, here it is. Because I didn't really care. I knew he was asking, whatever. Um, I was like, I'm going home to Long Island and I'm going ring shopping with both of our moms. You could take, why don't you go to lunch? Come to Long Island with me and you could go to lunch before with my dad or include my mom, whatever. So that's what he ended up doing. When I was not in the room in Florida, you said something to them? Yeah. When did I ask them? Uh, I was like showering. They were both inside. You were out like in the hot tub or something. And I went in and I asked if they were available. For lunch. For lunch. And then they kind of knew what it was about. Because like... But we it was were cute. Eating, we were eating lunch every day there together. So why would he ask them for? Yeah, the day I said it's cute. I was like, "So what are you guys doing? You free?" My mom d- did not catch on. She probably didn't, but your dad did. Well, because it's like a man's thing. Yeah. Anyway, so before I went ring shopping with the moms, Ethan went to lunch with my parents, and it's actually on video. Oh yeah. I kind of want to post it to TikTok. It's really cute. He asked my parents at lunch for their blessing, and well, first that's not the whole story. Oh, you? I wasn't there. I said, well, I asked which daughter should I take (laughs) because your dad always says, "Please marry both my daughters." I'll pay you. I'll do anything. Should I take both? Like, which one should I? How should we do this? Yeah. And then my mom whips her phone out, and she was like, "Wait, stop! Wait, stop!" So my mom recorded it for me. So it's literally on video, him, like, the whole lead up, asking both my parents. And then my dad was like, welcome to the family. And you guys hugged. And he said I couldn't couldn't be happier. And that part made me tear up. Then the moms, I was actually, while they were at lunch, getting a manicure with Ethan's mom. I wanted my nails to look good for ring shopping. And my mom was at lunch with Ethan. So I was getting a manicure with Ethan's mom. And then... Ethan's mom ran home to pick up my mom, whatever. It was a whole thing. I was still getting a manicure. And Ethan was with both of our moms. This is getting confusing, but whatever. You're giving too much detail. I was just going to say how you surprised me in the car. I surprised you in the car. 
Okay, he wasn't going to come. And then... I wasn't going to come. I surprised her in the car. <laughs> Move on. It was really cute, though. It was cute. So then we went to, if you know, if you follow my content, you might know Barry. Her dad has a jewelry store. So we went to her dad and Barry came. So it was the moms, me, Ethan, Barry. And I went into it being like, I want simple, understated. I'm so casual. Like, I just want like oval, solid band. I have really, really long fingers. So I knew I wanted oval or pear. And I kept pinning on Pinterest this exact ring, the pear on the pave band. But I was like, I'm not going to end up getting that because it's like a little glitzy for me. So I thought I was going to go with really casual. And then every ring would try on. I was so underwhelmed. Literally did not like any of them. And then he put this on my finger and I cried instantly. And so within seconds, I was just done. Everyone was like, okay, that's the one. And I was like, okay. And it was really cute. And that was kind of that for another like six months. So fast forward, when did when did you fuck up? September? Oh my God. You're asking me months? Jesus. It was four months out. I remember being like, did you really just do that four months out? So October, September, what's before September? August? August. So whatever. I know it's probably August. I know absolutely nothing about anything. He's being so good. I actually, yeah, I don't know. I just like didn't know anything. We kind of like. I was planning slowly, putting the little pieces together, doing a really good job. I was changing her friends' names in my phone to my friends' names with like apostrophes so that she wouldn't be suspicious and like see someone's name pop up and be like, why are you talking to this person? Like what's going on? Or... Although I very intentionally did not look at his phone for six months. Yeah. Like I knew that I catch on to every little thing. And if I saw him, like I just, I took it upon myself, which thank God I did even though something still happened. I took it upon myself to protect him because he's a little... Because you were protecting yourself. You wanted to be a surprise. So why would you ruin it for yourself? Right. So I didn't look at his phone for six yeah. months. And I was not telling a lot of people. I mean, anyone listening who like considers themselves close to Jen, if you got a last minute like invite or was told about the proposal, it was for a reason. Like There were only like three or four people who knew. People who I like I, I needed to help me. Sabrina and, is yeah. best and a photographer. Right. And like Jess, a couple other people and f some family members that like, that was it because I knew the more people know, the more there's a chance of the surprise getting ruined. Not that there was anyone in particular. I was like, Ooh, this person's a big mouth, like no, loud mouth. Spreads. They're going to, they're going to tell. It was just like, there's just a, the, the chance goes up every, every time someone else knows. So I really was keeping it under wraps. But to be honest, I did not think anyone was going to know because I thought knowing Ethan and knowing that, what you just said, yeah. I don't know why I thought the only person who would know is Sabrina to help plan and with photography. And like, I literally, which we'll get to, was talking to Jess nonstop, didn't think she knew a fucking thing. Yeah, she did great. Stupid of me. Why would I think you wouldn't reach out to Jess? I don't, I don't know. Well, anyway. I, I wasn't positive I was going to. I'm so happy I did, and in hindsight, I, it was she the right was thing to do. your first call. It's true, but <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, fair okay. enough. Okay, yeah. so whatever. Don't know anything for a while, and then around August, like three to four months out of when it happened, which was November, we booked – we were talking about all of our travel plans coming up, and we were like, let's – what are we doing for our anniversary this year? It's the week before our races. 
we're going to New Orleans a few weeks before that. Last uh, anniversary we did New Orleans. We usually like to do a trip. So we also every year like to go upstate. It's our favorite thing, favorite place in the world, which we'll get into. But so we were like, great. A week before the races, let's do our upstate weekend on our anniversary weekend. And we booked an Airbnb four months out. Ethan booked it, the Airbnb itself. And then literally the day after he booked it, I get this text. Just so you understand why it really was like so obvious to me what had happened. Was this the day after I booked Airbnb? It was like the day or two after. And that's why I was like, you just booked this Airbnb and now you're telling family to be around, like obviously. So I didn't realize it was that soon. It was literally like the week of. I don't know if that's true. It is because that's why I, trust me, I was like obsessing. Now this is funny because he redeemed himself and it's just like classic Ethan. But he basically sent me a screenshot of a text that he sent to- Let me tell it. Great. I was just trying to give some close family members, like parents, a heads up to save the date because- For the day after. For the day after, which I had a whole plan to see close family and friends and kind of like close the weekend up with a nice celebration with everyone we love. So I wasn't giving details about what we were doing. I just simply wanted them to have the the day free so they would be around. So I messaged a family member letting them know. And then the next day or two days, I was at the gym and I was having a conversation with that same family member and I I wasn't really paying attention I was I'm rushing you know what it's like working out in the morning before work you have like a certain amount of time you got to shower you got to get to work I'm like I, I I'm having this conversation with a family member about something and I need to just input so I took a screenshot it was about like his like like an injury yeah just it was to be nothing clear. it was not a big deal I just I needed I needed input and I didn't have the time to figure it out on my own because I was rushing running around I just like quickly took a screenshot of it and sent it to Jen and was like, what do you think of this? Like, what should I do? Yeah, like medication. Yeah, like not a big deal. But at the top was my message. Make sure you save the, you know, this It was at the bottom. It was not at the bottom. I'll go to it. It's not at the bottom. It's at the top. I'm not saying it's at the tippy top. Oh, maybe you're right. I'm positive. I went back and looked at it multiple times. Oh, sorry. It was at the top. And... I sent that to her like it a said, fucking idiot. Please be around November 12th. Mind you, if it was any other date other than our anniversary weekend where we just booked an Airbnb for November 11th weekend, if he said, please be around September 8th, I probably wouldn't have. Yeah. So she she sent it back to me and was like, what? And then called me. Well, I immediately. I, sorry. No, I let could, me talk. But this is where I chimed in. <laughs> no, hold on. When she called me and I and. I think before I even answered, I was like, what's going on? And I looked at the screenshot and I realized what I had done. My heart sank and I be I became so upset and like disappointed. Like, oh my God, the, the feeling of disappointment was so intense because I feel bad. here I was planning all these little details. I was talking to, you know, the bar on Sunday, which we were going to host the event at and the hotel. And I was like figuring all this stuff out and it was all coming together so perfectly. And then just because of a like two second mental lapse because I'm like rushing in the morning. I make this like ginormous mistake. Which I don't even want to dwell on this too much because I get, I, I'm an empath and I feel it so intensely. Yeah, and it like, sucked. it's funny now. So I want to keep the light and levity, but it really like wasn't in the moment. So from my perspective, I just decided this is a big deal to me. I'm not going to be like 
pretending I didn't pick up on that. I needed him to know, like, no, I saw that. And do you know what I mean? Like, I needed to give him a chance to just know that, like, I knew. I don't know. I was like, I'm not letting my own, like, feeling bad for him get in the way of this. Like, I need him to know I saw that. So whatever I told him. And then he came home and acted so normal and chill. And I was in a bad mood. And I was. Well, hold on. I decided that. And obviously, as soon as it happened, I sent the screenshot to Jess and I like called Jess. So did I. I'm voice noting only Jess the entire time. Now I know that I had no fucking clue she was talking to him too. Well, I wanted I wanted to figure out if I could like swing it as though. And and this was actually something I considered doing. She she is so perceptive and like picks up on all that kind of stuff. And I, I knew that actually being able to successfully surprise her was gonna be the hardest thing I've ever done. Like the chances of it really working truly were like five percent maybe. So I had thought about like from the beginning or even around that time when I made this mistake, fucking with her a little bit and like throwing out some dates of like suspicious days like oh what are we doing on this weekend or oh i noticed you had this plan is that definitely happening or like what do you think about this trip on this day or just ideas like that or like having a text sent to me and like pretending like i don't know it's out and like having gen c like all these different i i did you didn't catch up (laughs) catch on to it but i had like all these ideas of, of doing that um and then when this happened i was like i wonder if there's a way i can swing this where I make it seem like it was purposeful and and I was doing it just to throw her off. It worked. So I was really upset that night and he confused the living shit out of me because a lot of my upsetness but was wait, like- Wait, hold on. But that's why when I came home and I was acting all normal, that's why. Because I was like, all right, let me see if I can just like really throw her off here. And like, even though it wasn't purposeful, let's try to take advantage of this to the best of my ability and feel it out and see, can I still do this on this date? Like, I didn't know at that point if I definitely would, but I was just like, let's for now, like take it one day at a time. So it did work. Cause he confused the living shit out of me. And we started hysterically laughing. Cause, and I would be like, stop talking. <laughs> like, don't say anymore. He just confused the hell out of me. He's like, Oh God, I didn't realize you'd be this upset. Maybe I misread it. Like I thought yeah, like I- you were like, he was basically told me it was intentional. And I was like, I don't think I believe you. And then like, I left the conversation just so confused and it ended up being funny because I was like, I can't wait to, I literally said, I can't wait to podcast about her proposal and find out if this was a fuck up. I thought if I could continue to confuse her and then get her to think it was happening at another time and like have another fuck up on like for another date, then she would be like, okay, this was like, this was purposeful. It's not happening the November 11th weekend. It's actually happening this other weekend that he like accidentally told me and fucked up again or something like that. I, I had these ideas of how I could still make this work at that time. Okay. So, and I, again, I really don't want to harp on this too much. Cause but then maybe you go straight into when yeah. you like broke down about so it. So then yeah. a few weeks later I had plans with my friends and I didn't really want to tell anyone about the fuck up except Jess, because I was just like, I didn't want anyone else's opinions. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't want anyone to convince me that or it wasn't. The other. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I'm just going to pretend it never happened. And then I don't know if I spoke, I think I loosely spoke about it with my home friends and I came home and we were just like, there's no way I'm forgetting about this. And like, I think he thinks he got away with it. But like, the more I think about it, for sure he fucked up. So whatever. I broke down and he was like, why are you upset? What's going on? And I was like, I I, knew exactly what was going on. I felt so bad because a lot of my pain was like, I'm one upset because he probably fucked up. And after I say this to him right now, basically saying, don't do it. 
like a perfect fucking plan. Upstate New York in our favorite place on our anniversary. Like I was like, oh, like now I'm going to get a shitty proposal. And like, and then I also felt bad for him. Like why, whatever. So Wait, real quick, are we going to tell the story about like how it all came together and how you planned it after? Yes. That's okay. why I'm trying to okay. speed okay. through got this. It, that's like the, the real story. Right. This is no, like but not. This is important. It's this is good. It's key. I'm thinking as you're telling this, like if anyone else asks me how, how it happened, I'm just gonna send them the link. Yeah, it's too many details. Yeah, this is. I haven't told a lot of people this because the story of the actual proposal is also so lengthy and layered, and so much yeah. happened that I'm like, I can't tell you all this too. Yeah. Like going and to how podcast. the surprise actually worked. Yeah. So okay, speeding through, I had a breakdown, and I basically said, I was like, I feel so bad saying this, but like. I'm just letting you know, like, don't react. But like, I think you fucked up. Like, you didn't confuse me. And he ended up, again, laughing it off. So casual saying, I'm sorry I did this to you. I really thought. She, we were in bed. And she started hysterically crying. And, a loser. Yeah, and breaking down to me and being like, and I, and I get it. Like, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. And you wanted it to be perfect. And you thought you knew it was happening. And you wanted it to be surprised. So you told me. So. In my mind, and I'm still playing it off how I played it you off. You did and like, so good. Yeah, but but in my mind, I'm thinking, all right, like I actually I can't do this uh, this weekend now. I'm just gonna have to change it because she's telling me now she does not want it, and she's and she said to me, I will know, like I will know what's happening that weekend. Please, please, like begging me, please do not do it. I didn't say please do not yes, do it. Did. I just wanted you to know if you care about surprise, like you said you did. No, you asked me not to do it. Okay. Yeah. I, I was skirting around it, though, because I felt bad. So, so I made up my mind that I was going to change it. That next morning. Cancel it. I canceled it with everyone. And, I feel so bad. That's and, why I'm like, I can't talk about this for long because I feel so bad for you. I felt bad it because out. it really was the perfect plan. And um, obviously, I was convincing myself. I was telling myself reasons why it was fine, like, Oh, it was the week before our marathon anyways. We weren't going to be able to really drink and enjoy drinking. And like, <laughs> that we did. Yeah, and, and we might be distracted. And you know what? Maybe I'll do it in the spring when it's like warmer out. And I, I don't know. I I was fi finding like little reasons. Um, whatever. So you canceled it. And I'm just trying to get past yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this shit. Bullshit. So whatever. After that, I literally went into therapy. And for from that moment on, a weight was lifted. I was like, I truly have no fucking idea. He was laughing. He was, I was like, I still am so confused. And that is the exact space I want to be. And then for months, it was like four months before. So for the four months after, I was literally like, I have no idea. And like, well, no, that wasn't four months anymore because, yeah, because there was a time from when you first, when I first made the mistake and you broke down and said, change it. I think that was at least a month. Okay, so that a was month. at least a month. So a month. So it was like probably two months out. So whatever, for two months after that, I was like, now I'm more confused than ever. And that's exactly what I wanted. I just needed him to know, hey, I know this is happening, balls in your court. So then I felt like, wow, I actually at this point really don't know because yeah. like. And I was thinking maybe March, maybe April. How am I going to get her out upstate again? Like, Which and, uh, and, I'm and thankful. I, and I won't, I won't tell the reason that I ended up doing it again because I'll wait for the next part of that yeah. surprise where it makes sense of why I brought to... it back. Yeah. trying to get to it so whatever i really didn't think it was going to happen that weekend i thought okay clean slate i'm more confused than ever that's where i want to be i'm not thinking about this anymore and i truly felt a weight lifted i was not overthinking anything i had nothing else to work off of for those next few months and i just felt so relieved that like at least i said what i said and like 
now I just don't know what, when it's happening or whatever. Um, and one thing he said to me was the only thing I care about is that you're surprised. So I, I was just like, I actually don't know what's going to happen now because I know, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. It was a, it was a little challenge for myself too. Like, can I surprise this bitch? (laughs) Okay. So whatever. I didn't know anything. And then let's skip to when it happened. Oh no. No. Let's skip to, sorry. Then I'm in New Orleans, October 18th. So a month out. Start from the beginning, but in the lens of surprise. I'm in New Orleans a month out in October. No, that's not when we started talking about Ness. That was like six months before when we brought up a Ness the first time. Oh, I don't remember. Only he does because he it was significant to him. Apparently, it, I had brought up Ines. Okay, there's this wedding venue slash hotel called Ines, and it's new in the area that we always like to go. She was thinking about um, when we were talking about our anniversary and going upstate. And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, maybe that would be a good weekend for me to propose. Like nothing further, no other details. Then there's that hotel in Ness, which your friend Jess went to. Okay, but my point is in New Orleans, um, in October, EJ was showing me, my other friend, pictures of someone's wedding that looked very up my alley. And I go, oh my God, that's Ines. So I'm sending pictures to Ethan and I'm like, this is where I want to go when we go upstate. I looked up how far it was from our Airbnb. It's six minutes. I'm like, Jess just told me they have amazing food. She's sending me all this, but I already had Ines in my mind and actually had mentioned it to her months months before that. No recollection because yeah. like that was just a normal conversation to me. I don't know. Right. I don't and, remember. And in my, in my head, and when I was planning all this stuff, it was always going to be an S, like involving an S. And so, so, crazy. so, so many months out, I had reached out to the hotel and the events planner, and we were talking about proposal ideas and packages and what it would look like and like a private dinner or not a private dinner, or staying there that night on Saturday and, and surprising her and like how it would all work and all the logistics. And then I had canceled the plan when she broke down. Yes. And yes. then, and then New Orleans was after that. And she got, she was talking to her friends about Ines again and, and sending me photos and everything. And I was like, hold on. It's less than a month away. It was October 18th. We went to New Orleans, which means we left October 22nd, October 22nd. I'm texting him about Ines. He proposed November 11th. So the proposal is still off four weeks out or something like that. Yeah. So she's sending me all this stuff about Ines and I'm thinking, oh my God, that's so annoying. Like this was the place I was going to surprise her. Like, fuck. And now she wants to, you were saying we should go? Well, because we always, when we go upstate, we're so isolated usually. But now we were staying somewhere near this gorgeous place that has amazing farm to table food and it's our anniversary. Right. So, so she, she's saying she wants to go to this place. For and, dinner. Yeah. Right. And and it's beautiful. And we could like check it out, check out the grounds a little bit. And, and they do weddings or whatever. And in my head, I'm thinking that's so annoying because... I still want to do my original plan of surprising her at a nest, even if it's not in November. I still want to do it in March oh. or April. So, and I wanted it to be the first time you saw a nest because it's part of the experience of like this oh. place is beautiful. Oh my god, I'm surprised the surprise happened. If you already had seen an S, yeah, and then we go back, it's this like have been not a special it, place it, I maybe, but like for we would just go for dinner and leave. It's not like we would have the same experience that we had where it would be so special to us in that way. So I was like, oh, that's going to suck. Like maybe I can just like, maybe she'll forget about it and we like won't even go and I can still keep the plan. And when we go in April or whatever, 
it'll still be the first time she sees it. But I'm the planner in the bunch, so we're going upstate for our anniversary. I think he knows nothing about this place, so I'm like, I got to make the reservation. I got like that's just me. Well, I also I go I go stay upstate with my friends too all the time, and we're always um, in Accord, New York, which is where Ines is. So I've driven past before. I've talked about it with my friends. Like it's been on my radar for a while. So it was like two weeks away from our anniversary and we're sitting literally right here where you're watching us right now. And I'm on my computer and I'm like, oh, I got to make a reservation for our anniversary. Truly, like, I don't, it's just like so crazy how I walked into that because you would think it just shows how much I really thought like, okay, it's off because I really wasn't thinking about it. I was just like, I want to have a nice anniversary. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. And he was being so, he didn't plan anything. It was we were going there and he wasn't planning anything. It was all me coming up with ideas. So whatever. So I was like, I'm going to make this reservation, normal thing to do. And I'm showing him pictures of their Instagram. Cause I'm like, look, why don't we get a drink before like planning our weekend or planning our anniversary day? Normally I wouldn't really plan anything for upstate, but it was our anniversary. So we wanted to have like a cute day. So I'm showing him the Instagram and I'm like, look, like we can get a drink outside before. And he's um, like, I'm like in my head. I'm so annoyed. I had no clue. And he's, I'm showing him the wedding venue. And we see Chris Kreider from the Rangers got married there. And he's, we're huge Ranger fans. He's like diehard. So he was like, oh my God. And I don't know how one thing led to another, but it was like, why don't we, I think I said like, we got to look at this as a wedding venue. And then I don't remember how it came up, but it was like, well, why don't we just do that before the thing? So in my head, when you said that, I was like, oh my God, we're going to be engaged by then. Like, that's where my head was, was like, oh, my God, we're getting engaged in the next few weeks. He wants to, like, book the wedding venue tour. Um, no, I really, whether I had a proposal plan or not, it would have been a fun thing, I think, yeah. to check out check it out as a, a wedding venue. No, I, a tour. Why I not? would normally be against doing that before we were wedding planning, but it was kind of, like, a cute thing to do it's on fun. our anniversary. Like, yeah, you pretend like you're about to get married and you, like, go do a tour. Yeah, we were talking about what we were going to say because I didn't have a ring. We were yeah. like talking about the whole thing but then it's also beautiful place it's like 200 plus acres they it's just gorgeous and yeah it's like upstate new york a beautiful scenery so we were like let's so we were brainstorming i was like okay i'll see if they can take a tour but they didn't answer my email literally till a few days before so i didn't think we were doing the tour i just made a dinner reservation for seven o'clock and i was like okay like we'll go before so whatever i was like okay we'll just get a drink before and then at seven o'clock we'll go but they didn't answer me until we were in the car driving up about the venue tour. So that was out of sight, out of mind. I was like, okay, their inquiry form doesn't work. Like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, you were talking to EJ in New Orleans about Ines, sending me all these photos, saying you wanted to go. We were talking about the tour. Now we're talking about the reservation. I was just excited she, for she's, our anniversary. She's, she's mentioning it like multiple times. She's getting really excited about it, which is fair so and makes funny. sense. And in my head, I'm, it's like every time she mentions it, I'm like oh. getting closer and closer to thinking like, fuck, like, should I just bring this plan back? Because she's playing right into my plan. Like the whole time I wanted to get her to an S before dinner and do a tour with her. I didn't know exactly how I was going to get that idea of the tour. But like, you've already come up with the idea. I wonder. You've already planned the tour or you tried to by reaching out. They never answered you, but you tried to. You plan the dinner. I DM'd like, him too, by the way. Yeah. I was like, hey, like your email doesn't work. <laughs> like to get this surprise to work, obviously there's a lot of like little details. Like you've planned the two biggest things. All I have to do is like figure out, make sure everything is like set up properly. 
Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, I, I, sh- I, sh- I should just bring it back. She doesn't know. She, she, has, she has less of a clue now than she would have if I hadn't yep. made the mistake. Because I can tell from the way you're talking about it and planning it, you really do not think it's happening. No. So I, yeah. So I messaged the hotel and I'm like, two, two weeks before. November 11th. And I say, okay, this is, I know this is crazy, but like, I think I need to bring the plan back. Please tell me there's still availability to do the proposal and like have us stay there that Saturday night. You still have availability at the hotel. We booked an Airbnb, but he was going to have had, We had the there. Airbnb from the start and that was always a plan that we were going to have the Airbnb for, because you have to do a minimum of two days, right? So it's not like you can book an Airbnb for one night and a hotel another night. So I was back like months before that I was trying to figure out if I stay at the, if we stay at the hotel Saturday night, how can I, how can I get our shit to the hotel? You know, like who's going to help me bring our stuff there? I, we can't just take it cause she'll know. So I need like a friend or a family member to take it there for us, which is a whole another thing. Luckily her best friend, Sabrina, who's a photographer. Steck studios. Offered to help me out so much. And and do that for us. And I was going to give them the, the Airbnb Saturday night to stay at. So they didn't have to go back and forth. Her and her boyfriend. Right, so they were going to bring our stuff from the Airbnb to the hotel Saturday. We would do the, the proposal. I'd surprise her that we're staying there that night and then they would stay at the hotel and it would be perfect. But when I reached back out to them two weeks before, they had no more availability at the hotel and there was a wedding. So everything was booked. And I was like, you know what? It's fine. We'll just stay at the Airbnb both nights. It's five minutes away from Ines. It's fine. No, literally, I, it was a three-minute drive. I felt really bad about not allowing Sabrina to stay at the Airbnb, but I texted her. She was okay with it. She understood. Of course, she was understanding. And her so, boyfriend's family lives in Westchester, which right. is like a 35-minute so drive. So that yeah. made it a little easier for a them to come easier. back yeah. and forth. Yeah. So that's still so, so nice and above and beyond that they came out upstate. Right. So that was all good. Then the bar that I was hosting the little party at on Sunday still had the availability because like why would a bar from 3 to 5 p.m. like not have availability on a Sunday in the middle of November? Um, and so everything was everything was good. Like I was still planning a lot of details like a, the day to two days before to, you know, to really have it all come together. But it was it was going to happen. So I was like very excited. Again. I'm so giddy right now. I know. I know. I, I don't know what else, where else to. Okay. So here's the thing. I'm assuming before you reached out to everyone, you spoke to like Jess, Sabrina and got a pulse check. Yeah. Cause Jess. I did. I said, I'm thinking about bringing this back. It's like, she's playing right into the plan. How do I not? Everyone agreed with me. Like, yes, you have to just do it. No, nobody disagreed. Really? Yeah. Well, because everyone was like, it's now or March, do it. Yeah, exactly. Because I didn't want to do it in the middle of winter. Jess also knew, so did Sabrina. They both knew my mentality behind everything. And I had said to both of them, it's too obvious. Like, it's not going to happen November 11th. And I said that like two months before. And I kind of just like never spoke about it again. Like, I really just was clean slate. I don't know when it's happening. Was so happy about that. And that was kind of it. So they probably knew knowing me that like I wasn't, yeah, and they kept telling me she has no idea. Yeah, it wasn't like I was saying to them, like, yeah, I don't know. I really didn't. Yeah, Jess kept saying to me, she has no idea. Like this- I was just laughing because, like, Jess knew my every inner thought. Like, Jess knew we voice note every day, all day. So she knows my every little minuscule thought. And when I change my mind on things, like, she knows. 
everything. And we literally got coffee the day before I even went upstate. Yeah. And she had asked me like what I was packing and I was like, sweats? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, so once I decided to bring the plan back and I knew that you had made a dinner res for like six o'clock or six thirty and no. Oh. It was Whatever. too Six. early and I knew we needed more time because I wanted to do the proposal around um, sunset and then do a little fo you know, photo shoot. So I then made my own reservation without telling you. I don't know if I ever told you that. Yeah, because Sabrina took it. Oh, okay. no, Sabrina took mine. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Um, and I even had to email the hotel. I was like, just so you know, like, we both have reservations. Like I ended up canceling mine because I we I took a, the package to do a an optional private dinner which, which was, was amazing so actually we didn't need any reservations because we weren't dining at the dining room so i told them like hey obviously i can't tell jen to cancel it because that'll be suspicious she'll say why the fuck are we canceling it going for dinner so i said she made a res i don't want you guys to lose out on the table so like just fyi i didn't know if they could actually do anything internally to like cancel it without canceling it or whatever but i just gave them a heads up whatever but then but robbie and sabrina took it, yeah so, it, so anyway i think now that's the entire backstory leading up and we can just get to the weekend uh, there's definitely things that i missed but i think it's fine if i think of it i'll interject i'm also going to do a story time on tiktok where you can like comment questions and i'll reply video so let's get to the actual proposal because there's a lot here too and Try not to be super long-winded, but also, like, who doesn't love a long, lengthy, juicy, like, every detail episode? Weekend comes around. We drive up and whatever. We had, like, a very just, like, road trippy day, whatever. We get there at night. It's all in the proposal vlog on YouTube. I happen to be vlogging the whole weekend. Which you can find here. You, no, we no. can't do that on here. Okay, Actually, cool. on the YouTube version of this, we can. I'm so happy I was vlogging all weekend because I'm not the most consistent vlogger. Some people might laugh at me because I just hold myself to a crazy standard. But whenever we do travel, I'm always vlogging because I love the memories. So I'm so fucking happy that I did because, you know, often it's not uncommon for me to be like, I just I don't want to film this weekend. I want to be unplugged, but I'm so happy I did. I'm also very good at being present and filming at the same time. You're the best. OK, let's move on. So I'm amazing. And whatever we got there. And we went to his favorite Oh, and we brewery. do have to talk about the ring. That's after. what I'm saying. Okay, There's so go, much in go, go, here. Go. Whatever. Friday night, we went to a brewery, and it was the best start to the weekend because you sat, you sit by a campfire outside with, like, the most amazing beer. And it was Arrowwood just, Brewery. Shout out to Arrowwood. So good. And we just had, like, we were sitting there for hours just talking about, like, life and raising kids and what we would do differently than our parents did and just, like, really deep conversations about the future and, like, when do we want to move upstate? Do you think we would go to Brooklyn first? Just like a lot of future talk and looking back, it means even more now that that was all the night before. And like, it's crazy that you knew that and like kept it in. Like, that's just so crazy. So whatever, we had a great night. And then we woke up and we, that was the proposal day. And he was so chill. You can literally watch all of this. We went for a long run in the morning. He sauntered for 45 minutes. Things that I realized looking back now he literally let me go in his backpack for like element electrolytes. I didn't think anything. Where I had the ring. I had the ring in the backpack and I purposely let her go through it. That's insane. I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, where are the electrolytes? He said my backpack. I it was said, in a Great. secret like pocket that I knew she wasn't going to find. And then also looking back at the vlog, I see where you were on your phone because you were like outside on the phone. But other than that, like your phone was fully out for the taking all weekend, like on the counter. Now I know it was intentional. Yeah. Again, 
things that like just looking back after watching the vlog and stuff i'm like it's yeah i figured if i was so protective over my phone and that's suspicious and that raises red flags you literally weren't on it yeah which is why i really just wasn't thinking about it It wasn't on my mind like there was nothing that he gave away where it was like is it you know what i mean well luckily i also had um jess and sabrina cc'd on the email chain with the hotel representatives so if there were any prudent like last minute questions i knew that either they would answer for me and thank you guys uh, sure as you understood i understand like i i had to be like not on my phone every second but also if if they needed me for something i knew they would just text me and their and their names were changed so i wasn't worried about it popping off my phone because he's never glued to his phone but especially upstate we're both very unplugged and like we honestly didn't have it wouldn't make sense for me to be on my phone it would have been very obvious we were just so present and like unplugged. It was we amazing. We were like so present. So present. So whatever. We're getting ready. I actually filmed a get ready with me for TikTok. I don't know if you remember. You were in the shower. Yeah. And because I wanted to share about like my necklace and stuff. Also, it was a week out from the marathon. I wanted to give marathon updates, whatever. Looking back, I haven't posted it yet. I don't know why. It just feels like intimate. Like I don't want – I don't know. Whatever. So – we're ready and we're he was actually that morning sorry that morning i gave you your card and looking back he was like i'll give you yours later and what you meant by that was like you know and then we get in the car and i was another thing you were so chill about i was like wait the thing's at three it's literally three we have to go and you were like it's fine (laughs) so chill yeah so we get in the car and I was like, wait, it's actually nicer out than I thought. Like I could have worn the other dress. And I'm sorry, but Ethan normally, this is the one thing where my ears perked up, but quickly went back down <laughs> like a dog. This is the one thing he was like, oh, do you want to change? I'm like, we're running late. Ethan doesn't give a fuck. Like, like it was just like so out of character, but not crazy out of character. I don't like, know. It was our anniversary. He was being nice. Like, yeah, it wasn't that it was crazy. Our anniversary. But it made my ears perk up. Like, why do you care what I'm wearing? And then five seconds later, I forget what, but I think just we got there and I said, we're here for the tour. And then the tour guide came and showed us around. And so I, that thought went fleeting. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're on this tour for like an hour. And as I watched back footage, he's like talking to her about how do you like living up here? Like, I just can't believe, I feel like if I were you, I would be silent because you know how I get when I'm thinking. Well, the person who was giving us the tour was the one I was talking to the whole time about the whole plan. She was orchestrating it. But like, you know, my personality when I'm thinking or something's coming up, I get silent. I'm also very chatty. So you can tell I'm silent or anxious. So I whatever. definitely was walking around with a little bit of a smirk on my face. Like, okay, this is, this is happening. Right. It's, it's going according to plan. Oh my God. So last stop, whatever, we're going through this entire tour and we get to this like farmhouse, which is where you stay with your groomsmen and bridesmaids, I guess. It's like at home. And they have a gorgeous bar in there. And she was like, oh, like, as a part of the tour, like, you guys can make your own drink. Like, I don't know, whatever. So we're making old fashions, or he's making them for me. And she's cracking up at him because he's, like, not understanding how to make the drink. And she's, like, laughing a lot. Looking back, I just thought, you know, people who don't know Ethan, like, laugh more than I do. Do you know what I mean? I'm, like, people laugh at me because I'm unfazed by him. People who don't know him laugh extra hard. So I didn't think anything of it, but I think in hindsight, she was laughing because she thought you were so nervous because you kept like doing the wrong thing with the drinks. It was also just funny, objectively. No, but she was, 
I think looking back at the video, she was laughing like this poor kid's so nervous because <laughs> she would be like, shake it. And he'd be like, so stir it. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little distracted. Yeah, she was distracted and she knew that. So whatever, I was just laughing, filming. And then we go into this Jeep. So I guess, which is true, and I didn't think anything of it. It's a really large property. So to get to the other side of the property, you go in these cars. And when you have guests there for the wedding, they take you in like a golf cart. So whatever, we get in this car. We're already like an hour and a half into the tour or something. An hour because it started at three and the proposal was at four. So it's an hour in and we're driving over and we roll up to this barn, which is where the reception happens for a wedding. We get in that Jeep. We roll up to a <laughs> barn. <laughs> So I Sounds like you're going to say club. (laughs) So you know when in a barn door, it's not fully solid. It's almost paneled wood. So I saw through the bottom of the panels as they're trying to open the door. I don't know what took so long. Maybe they were trying to signal to Sabrina we were there or something. I don't know if a panel is the right way to describe it. You know what I'm saying, though? It wasn't like solid. Like I saw candles lit through the door on the bottom. They roll open. Right. So there's like wooden like panels almost where there's could be some cracks in the door yeah whatever so i saw candles lit and i was like oh my god but then we walk in and it's like a living room set up vibe with candles and she had mentioned multiple times there's a wedding tonight so i was like really unclear because he didn't say anything i didn't know if this was a setup for the wedding so when you see- we had orchestrated me sabrina and the um events planner to get a bunch of candles there because Jen had what uh, Pinterested something. Yeah, I Sabrina and I shoot proposals right, together, they, and so sometimes I send her good pictures and whatnot. And there was one with, and she knows I didn't want a "Will you marry me" sign or anything cheesy, but I love candles. Yeah, and, so Sabrina sent those to me and was like, "Jen sent me this. She really likes this vibe, this look." And then like romantic like, candles, and I and I really liked it. So I said, "Great." Um, Get me some candles, bitch. <laughs> uh, but she, they were able to. Who got the candles? Was it Sabrina got the candles, right? Well, Sabrina and Jess. Or Jen, went, no, Jess got the candles. Oh, they went together? They went to Michael's together and oh, they cute. laid out all of the flowers and like the perfect aesthetic. They laid everything out together in Michael's. Yeah. And they decorated it gorgeously. So we walked in and I didn't know if it was for a wedding or not because they kept saying there was a wedding tonight, which there was, but it was like a smaller one for older people and not in the reception barn. So I walked in and you see the exact photo where I see Sabrina's flash go off and I looked and I see it's Sabrina and whether it's a photographer or not, someone's taking, like I saw someone taking pictures. I saw it was Sabrina and I just mouth open dropped and realized what was going on. And I was not cute. I was not sweet. No, I was not romantic. I was like, ah, holy shit. What? (laughs) I was very myself and she was surprised. I always thought that I would be like oh this what like mm-hmm. I thought it'd be like so mm-hmm. cute but I was like just so like what the fuck is happening right now that I just kept screaming and like also whatever so he he brings me over and he gets down on one knee says some nice stuff and then I shit my pants no and he goes Sabrina he asked me to marry him and Sabrina goes, oh, and he goes, Sabrina told me to stay down on one knee for a while, like for pictures. So I go, oh my God, perfect. I always, in my head, wanted to say something to him, not propose, but I always just wanted to be able to say something back because I feel like 
so often people can get swept up in the like this is for her and this is for instagram and it is no but like this is a big deal for us and i always wanted to be able to like do something for you i love that you have that perspective yeah so i would like daydream about what i would say to you and the one line i came up with was i want you to feel as loved and chosen as i do in this moment did i think i would remember that no but i did so i mean it wasn't that long or complicated but i thought i would be like people say you like blackout but again i was so present <laughs> so we didn't have that much alcohol whatever one last no like blackout because you're so I shocked know, oh. so one last background story few months before two months before i was thinking of an anniversary gift and i couldn't think of anything because it's been 12 years and i did want to this year get something more sentimental because i knew we were getting engaged like this year it's like a big year for like us and growth and whatever and i wanted to get something more meaningful than just like a lululemon shirt i don't know you always just get me running shoes right i didn't want to do that so i was either going to plan like an experience or like I was trying to get us massages for our anniversary day, but I couldn't, we couldn't like find anywhere good. So whatever, I was like, I literally Googled gifts for him and this cool ring came up from Missouri. And I was like, wait, what if like I get him a ring too? Like he gets me one this year, I get him one still for our anniversary, whatever. And I was like, I feel like he's, I was like, is that a thing that guys wear rings? I'm talking to Carla. She's like, Chris wears them, whatever. So I could not think of anything else. So I engraved it with 11 because our anniversary is 11, 11, 11. No, you did 11, 11. I think it says 11 in there. I decided to just go with 11 because it's a man. I didn't want to be cheesy. Can't say shit. <laughs> 11, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, I just like didn't want to be cheesy about it. So I just did 11. And so he's like a package Nazi. So he opens packages whenever they come in, no matter who they're assigned to. And I'm at my friend's watching assigned the... <laughs> I'm at my friend's watching The Bachelor. He opens the package and he literally goes what the fuck is this and he sees that like there's literally a typed out note that says like happy anniversary like you know i did the note through missouri i was like happy anniversary i love you so much whatever the fuck it said something really sweet and he's like what is this a ring am i supposed to wear it so i come home and I'm like well you've ruined it like so we might as well try it on and he was like he hates the ring from my perspective and he's like i don't understand it i don't get it so i'm like okay i'll return it can't return it i engraved it but i was just like I don't want to make him feel bad. So I was like, I'll return it. So I put it aside and like, you know, every girl has a big ass return pile. I put it in the corner. That's not true. Just yet. No, everyone does. No. So I put it in the corner, never to look at it again. And I was like, whatever, I'll just like get him a nice massage after our anniversary, whatever. So, and then I, oh, I also had told him, I was like, I was going to hold on to it every single day until our anniversary in case you proposed before the anniversary and I would give it to you when you proposed. And he was like, that's really sweet. And I'm like, yeah, well, you ruined it. So we're at the proposal. I say, oh, my God, can I say something to you? And he goes, yeah, wait, you might want this. And he had brought the ring with him for me to give him. I had both rings. So my initial response was I laughed in his face. <laughs> Again, I was crazy. I laughed because I was like, wait, the ring you hate? But then I took a second. I was like, wait, that's really sweet. So I took it. And... I got down on two knees just to be eye level with you, but I didn't really want to be on one knee. I think that's weird. I just like got down with you. Said, I want you to feel as loved and chosen as I do in this moment. And then I had nothing planned after that. So I was just like, uh, we're so lucky, like whatever. And I gave him his ring. And so now he's wearing a ring, not on the wedding band finger on his right hand. 
and now he loves it and he wears it every single every day. day all the time he takes it on and off like when i do he never forgets it it's really sweet and now we both have rings so then took a million photos so was so giddy didn't cry yet at this point and then it got really dark and we stopped taking photos and i was like wait can we just like take a second and we took a minute to stare at all the candles and everything while it was dark before we cleaned everything up or i didn't but you know and, and then jen decided to kick one of the candles over and stain the rug yeah that was good that was really good so we sat there and i started just getting flashbacks to high school thailand college just like all of these significant moments in our relationship copenhagen like all of it and i bawled my eyes out i have a selfie from that moment i started crying shitting herself <laughs> throwing up and then he was like the night's not over we have a private dinner so he walks me up this like trail of twinkly lights into the most gorgeous room you've ever seen in your damn life it was insane we had a private bartender slash waiter this gorgeous bar vintage frames everywhere a fireplace he picked out the menu it was just like yeah pre prefix so perfect and we didn't even realize we sat there for three and a half hours and the craziest part the guy the waiter comes over and he's like can i get you wine that matches the food and he goes how about a bottle of chianti and one of our favorite memories is we went to chianti together and that's like our our wine and so it was just like a weird, like, whoa, have to get it. So then after three and a half hours, we felt bad for the waiter. <laughs> no, the waiter left. He was like, you guys can hang out here all night if you want, but I got to go. Yeah. And we just like felt bad. We're like, they have to clean up. But between then, I honestly, like, we didn't FaceTime anyone because he had told me at dinner, you get to see everyone tomorrow. And I was like, oh, thank God. You like, I didn't, I didn't want her to have to FaceTime with everyone. For well, I said hours that. And, I know that, but that was always my idea. I gave you no guidelines other than I want it to be fully you, but I really don't want everyone popping out saying surprise. I want it to be our own moment. But at the same time, I don't want to have to FaceTime everyone. So he did it perfectly where then the next day I got to see everyone while emotions were still raw. I got to see them in person right home from upstate. So we didn't really FaceTime anyone other than like the moms at a certain point were like, hello. <laughs> so we FaceTimed them, but we had our whole cute night. I don't know what we were doing for three and a half hours because I was just speechless. We were just debriefing. And then we took our bottle of wine and we went to an open fire pit outside an S, like outside so that they could clean up in the private dinner. But we found a fire pit and we just stayed there for like an hour. And then we went back to our Airbnb and danced in the living room and my favorite thing is that i have footage of all of this and like audio not to keep saying this i was still so present but i just like would prop my phone up and now we have like the most beautiful little like moments and memories that we would have remembered anyway but like that we have it's just amazing so then we woke up and we were a little hungover unfortunately we were kind of upset about it and then but whatever drove home went right home my friends and sister had decorated my whole apartment with pictures of us throughout all the years and i bawled my eyes out just seeing like 12 years of memories in front of my eyes and then knowing i was about to see my family my friends everyone i was just bawling my eyes out jess had brought over earrings and shoes and like had a dress that she knew i would want to wear hung up she's the best and then 
we went and we went to the bar and it was literally perfect. And then we had dinner with both our families after. It was just like one thing after the other and never ended. And it was out of a movie. It was literally, I could not have asked for a more perfectly us proposal. And you thought of everything and you literally. I had um, those, what are those cameras Polaroid called? cameras. Yeah. I had a bunch of them at the bar. So, I mean, obviously after that whole weekend, getting another photographer or videographer would have been. So unnecessary. Absolutely too. absurd. Yeah, and unnecessary. You so need to do that. had those cameras just floating around and caught a bunch of good memories. Did you get those yet? Yeah. I mean, I have iPhone photos too. But it, I cannot stress enough. Like, I can't believe that was my life. Like, I really thought after the fuck up, like, okay, he's like not capable of like <laughs> pulling something off. I was like, oh, I pulled it off all right. It was one thing after another. And I'm so happy you ended up doing it because. I was fully thrown off, and if you had done it any other way than upstate on our anniversary, if I had known that that was the original plan and it didn't end up being in our favorite place on our anniversary, because you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it just, it all ended up just working like out. like a New York City rooftop? No. Like, that's not us. We're just not, it's just not us. So it was like the most us thing ever, and it was so perfect, and we had so much quality time, and it's just a weekend I will never forget for the rest of my life. And that's the tea. We got a few questions on Instagram, but then we got to go. So someone asked, everything else we already answered, but what was your favorite part about the whole planning process? I just kept thinking about how if this all goes according to plan and I'm actually able to surprise you, <laughs> what your face is going to look like Aww. and what your reaction is going to be. Wait, okay. I have a question then. What? What did you think my reaction was going to be? Jess nailed it. She said I was going to be laughing, not crying. It was kind of yeah, I probably on. would have guessed that too. I know you. Would you know that? Because I'm, I'm also such a softie. No, I would have guessed that. That was so me, and yet I thought I was going to be so different. No, that was predictable. Was that so me? Yeah. Very, very predictable. <laughs> really? You thought I'd just be like, like, what did you think? I just, I'm so happy that I was really able to, you know, I had a feeling that you would have a sense, you know, five minutes of four as we were approaching the barn or a couple things would kind of make it obvious on the way there Nothing or even, did. even like an hour before. But the fact that I was able to get you in that barn, you saw the candles and then the, that's when you were surprised, like at the exact moment of the surprise I was ideal. I know. Like I didn't like see a ring in a pocket or see a text like nothing like that yeah i also the was tour guy didn't like fuck up and say something or... also while i saw the candles claudia the girl who was giving us the tour was like texting and i feel like when you're on the job you shouldn't be texting so i'm like looking at candles and she's texting and that's when i was like <gasps> but then we walked in and no one said anything yeah i purposely didn't say anything. it wasn't clear there wasn't like a will you marry me sign so i was like i'm not gonna be presumptuous and be like yes so I was like, this is gorgeous. <laughs> so yeah, that was also, if you, even if you, the like quote unquote fuck up didn't happen, I would have, I would have been like, it's our anniversary weekend. Like maybe it's going to happen. So it actually threw me off more. How good was that dinner? Oh my God. I couldn't eat for like three days. I was so overwhelmed. I was like, this food is so good. I don't know why I can't eat. Yeah. Like I, I was overwhelmed with emotions and shock and joy i don't even know what but i couldn't eat that night it was bizarre okay i love you so much we're doing this again i'm finishing it just 
fucking around. Oh, I love you. Oh, like proposing. Yeah, like how many times have we done this kind of like look at each other, like get serious for a second, and and tell each other how much we love each other? I'll probably do it again later. Yeah, probably. I love you so oh, much. You. Thank you so much for putting so much thought and intention and time and energy into the most perfect proposal ever. You deserve it. I love you. Every second of it. It was literally so it. perfect. Just keep being cute and pretty uh-huh. and all that and sexy. And you'll keep getting nice, fun things like that. Proposals? Anyway, I love you. We will do, as we start wedding planning and stuff, maybe we'll do like little update episodes, yeah. Q&A. And See if we're still together. Yeah. See if we make it across the finish line. Yeah. And the ring is beautiful. You did so good. Okay, I love you so much. Bye. Love you so much. Bye. Uh, head to TikTok if you have specific questions. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to that episode. Please, please, please leave a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you just can't get enough of this podcast, go subscribe over on YouTube. You can see the full-length video episodes and shorter clips as well. You can find TikTok clips over at Jen Lauren with two N's. You can find Instagram Reels if that's your jam over on Instagram at Jen underscore Lauren with two N's and even Dare to Self Care Pod on Instagram. So you never have to go a day without Dare to Self Care.